Hello, welcome to another episode on Talk Architecture. I'm your host, Naziati Muhammad Yaqob. And I would like to tell the listeners out there that if you wish to communicate with me, I'm on Facebook, Naziati Yaqob. I'm on Twitter, handle um, uh, Naziati. And also, I'm on Instagram. Handle is Design Zazwe. And yes, by all means, we can uh, meet up and discuss this further in any of the topics. And if you would like to be also interviewed for a podcast episode, I'm also welcoming that as well. Now, for today's episode, thank you for listening in. And it's something that I want to talk for a long time. And I now I have the opportunity to do so under the title of um, uh, the basics of a school of architecture, um, subtitle of practical training. Uh, We tend to separate theory and practice uh, when we teach about architecture. Uh, It's just the way it is, usually. Um, An architecture design course is created in order to provide for a foundation in terms of knowledge and give the basic skill sets for the student of architecture um, to be confident, to have the full skill skill sets and to be confident for employment after they completed the first three-year course and the five-year course in total. Um, It just happened that I had the opportunity to assist a non-government organization who are raising funds to to create um, a a center or a place for um, homeless homeless and homeless street children and children who are disadvantaged. And for some of them, they are stateless. So it is so interesting that um, last year, um, there was a batch of students that we, we, um, we were the tutors for them for the architectural design, uh, second year, second semester, and we contacted a few NGOs, and one of them is the one that we are we are working on this project. And um, it's about collaboration. It's about uh, believing with each other that we can do this. The students, of course, they did the project last year, and the client or the the head of the NGO contacted us recently that they would like to do a real project. So it coincide with the students who did it in second year, now they're in the third year and facing um, one more semester before they graduate and work in architecture companies or continue to do their Master of Architecture. So 
there were a few students interested with this project and the client wanted it to be done um, not through the university. So, uh, yeah, the disclaimer, or I just want to say, put it out there that we're doing it not um, as a, a course or a program or coming from the university. We, so I am re- I'm going to retire soon. So the uh, main designers are not uh, lecturers like me. So I'm just facilitating this. So there are these collaborations as such, you know, where the students agree that they are doing this outside of the school program. And we're trying to take the opportunity during the break time or uh, during in between semesters to have the students' involvement in this so that they they are not um, affected uh, with the time timing of this uh, clashing with the um, course, the program at, at the university, excuse me. So, but it, it, I'm giving you the context of what I want to say about practical training. Now, practical training uh, is something that um, is made compulsory. Uh, when I was studying in the UK, we call it the year out, you know, in between third year and fourth year or the first year of postgraduate diploma. Now they call it Master of Architecture. There, um, we are required uh, because of the entry requirement requires us to have a one-year training, but it is subjective now, and I think it's minimum six months training. So it is possible for the student to directly go from the third year to um, completing the first part to go to the second part immediately if somehow there is training started right after the exams and lead to and and the other and the other course is giving you three to six months maybe the entry is three months now so what is practical training i used to think that it's so important that you as a student you you can learn a lot from being in an environment where you are dealing with clients dealing with um, your um, supervisor, who is actually a, the director of the company or associate of the company, and you get to understand about architectural practice and uh, deal with real real projects and not school projects. Projects that are eventually more are going to be um, built. So when we had this opportunity to do this center for the NGO. We, uh, we meaning some uh, a couple of architectural graduates that are assisting with this project. Myself, got excited in a way that this is something that is an opportunity of a lifetime, and and assistance by the NGO um, uh, representative. Uh, that our students are be involved with is 
I could imagine from the student's point of view how exciting this is as well. To when you, they're just doing their usual studio projects, and so now they're actually going to be involved in a real life project. And this is before the practical training, but they could actually continue that project in practical training. And um, how it is is that it's more of an interior project, a renovation or refurbishment of an existing building. And that's very specific on a user group. And it is in a low budget. How are we going to handle it? It's such a great amount of challenge. You know, there's so many challenges there. The building type, the, um, the users, understanding the users, understanding the clients, uh, bringing in this energy from the students who who are not tainted or who not, do not have preconceived idea in terms of um, a lot of things, the reality of, uh, uh, you know, putting in your limitations earlier on, yeah? So they, they're going to go for ideas based on the reasoning. And if I was a, one of the students, I would like, oh, my God, you know, that that um, um, that you will see with your own eyes your design being built or not. But you're involved in the process of discussing, of designing, of going to site, of of um, having this this feeling that it's like a school project, but it's not. Um, that's practical training to me. So defining practical training. And now I'm going to go. This is the, the context, or this is where I want to start from. I wanted to start from uh, to illustrate a the points that I'm going to go into um, with practical training. Taking in my own experience as well and listening in, observing uh, students doing practical training, myself um, also a supervisor um, that goes to this office and, and reviewing or seeing what the students are being uh, are engaged engaging in in practical training in architecture companies um you don't have much time to actually do much uh when you are doing three months stint, and that's what's what it is reduced to uh so some students they feel the value of practical training or a one-year stint so they delay applying to the Master of Architecture course. But there's a conundrum lies in how much time you delay and how much time you want to have practical training. For In my opinion, just one year is enough because there is a certain momentum that you need to complete the five-year course. And the way I see it in, in, in different contexts I've been talking about, um, there is actually nine years of training in architecture where you can actually explore something. And also, if you want to go for the professional architect exams, so if you're saying five years, meaning the fifth year is when you actually go into an exploration of something, or after the fifth year, you'd go for the next four years into getting the professional professional training or you go into something that you're interested in like conservation or sustainability or universal design or 
specific things like interior design and so on. So the training of the architects, not just five years, actually, when you think about it, to me is that nine years, because really um, you could be working with someone and being part of that company um, and allowing how to grow, how you're going to grow with that company. That's one of the strategy or one of the way that you want to play it. Or you could... Um, understand the problem with that and work with um, individuals that can understand what you're trying to do and or you want to be a researcher or an academic. Um, something to do with learning, you wanting to learn. So if just to <clears throat> train as an architect, a graduate architect, and just um, thinking of it as a job, then that's up to you really. But I wish to look at it at, as a vocation, um, as a lifetime um, commitment to architecture. And I'd like to see it as, what do you call it? Um, um, planning out or creating your life, you know, trying to have a control in your life where, you, where you're going with architecture. So I'm looking that way when I talk about this. So practical training is an essential thing, really. Um, somewhere along the line, you can have you can you can have practical training before the fourth year. So, in a way, you're looking at um, that practical training to as an investigation of what you like to do. So this is opportunity, the one that I mentioned earlier. It's opportunity to do interior design um, or refurbishment. You can think about the services that you need to have done um, or evaluating what's existing there, like a dilapidation survey and then um, creating something new that that would, would um, suit the purpose thereafter for the users to use that building. There will be problems and there will be different people having different roles. So I think if I was a student and do and have I'm engaging in this, I would get excited with with the whole process with 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 the, with the whole new experience. And it's like an extended learning for them. They, they had a second year project and now they're doing some sort of extended learning and where they could get their hands dirty, could get their minds um, excited, get, get their minds, you know, with lots of questions, lots of trying to understand about architecture. And architecture is not a straightforward thing. And, and is that, that's a good thing. Uh, for anyone to learn that um, there is always the client. When we talk about practical training again, the understanding there's always someone uh, around you. You're not alone. You're not doing things alone. You don't do design in a cocoon or you are. there is something like people representing a client and the client is the person trying to raise the funds 
or a group of people raising funds. Uh, and um, and uh, therefore, you need to listen to them. At the same time, you need to understand the, the, the other clients, which is the users. And you need to do research with them. And it becomes something convincing to add to your knowledge, to add to your experience. So then they see the, pro the, the importance of the client in a way that it's not just a school project, not just another program, but a real project. And then they see the importance of the architect. And the architect, the lead architect, and a team of architects and designers. So, and there are all these processes that they need to go from gathering information, designing, going through the ideas, going to come up with a scheme and and the client coming in to to listen to the project to 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 know about the project how the project could be developed um in a direction where it is it suits the purpose then there's the budgeting to see what the costs are i think everybody would be excited not only the students but also the the actual graduate students involved with this now we, we, we see that the client and we see that uh, the client user, we see that the architect's role, we see the, the contractors and we see the budgeting of it and how we see the collaboration, the discussion, the decisions. We see that um, um, the planning submission, the tender documentation, working with other consultants coming in and how to work this with these other consultants, contracts to be written out and confirmed. So it's, it's the whole thing, the whole package of learning that is coming up um, our way. And we shall see which students would stay the course to actually learn from this. If they have to stop halfway and, and do their semester's work and then they come back again, it's possible as well. So, so practical training is when someone like me, who is a lecturer, who could appreciate this experience and... When it comes, who could see that this experience during this COVID-19 times when you can't really go out there and travel a lot, any experience is interesting in, in the sense that they're not the online teaching, learning. It's not one way. It's not uh, mundane in a way that, um, you know, it's not really exciting. So we need to also be careful about going to the site, obviously, and meeting up with the client and and do the proper testing before we go to check for positive or negative tests results. So I would say that all of us have to trust each other and all of us have to be mindful and thoughtful about things more than ever to go about in our ways so that we are keen to to get to gain the trust 
from others among our group and also the client and other people who are around us. So I do hope that our first site visit, we will interview the not the client only, but the other users, which are the the street children, and this will be a really great time um, for us all. So we look for we look forward to actually podcasting this further, this experience that we have on practical training, in particular this project uh, specific to this project. We will talk about it and also um, more on practical training and why practical training is important. Um, the attitudes of the architects, architectural company who take in students for this practical training, or they call it internship, um, maybe apprenticeship is another one that you could use. So what sort of experience that they want to give the students? Um Sometimes it is just a convenient thing because it's just three months and sometimes more than three months. So it's much better when the students have from six months to a, a year of practical training, actually. They, they can do something substantial um, and absorb more things and experiences. But nothing can beat having a real-life project and being involved as a designer and also doing the working drawings later or being part of the design team. Nothing can beat that. So, yeah. Thank you for listening in on practical training and the basics of a school of architecture. <laughs>